What is going on, podcast? This is Gary with the My Video Game News Podcast. What is up? How is everybody doing? It's been a little quiet around the video game industry, but today that all changes. Today we're going to be talking about the Summer Game Fest and why I think next month is going to be huge for video games. So I think it's been a little bit quiet in in terms of video games, but I think stuff is getting to ramp up. There's a lot of rumors and a lot of stuff going around, which we are going to be touching on. But today, 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 the podcast is all about the Summer Game Fest. What has been announced when when this show will hit and what I think I would do if I ran each one of the three companies. Now, I tried staying in the realm of possibility, friends, so don't expect that I say, if I ran Microsoft, I'm going to announce Halo Infinite 2 and it's going to be this year and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 none of that, none of that. I tried to keep it within the realm of possibility and I think I, uh, I, I stayed with what I think each company should do come next month. So it's a good podcast. I hope it's a good podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. So, without further ado, let's get things started. All right, friends, we are kicking this podcast off, and we're going to be talking about um, some Summer Games Fest news. Um, It's been a little quiet as of late in regards to news uh, about video games. That's why I haven't recorded a, a new show because I said I was going to be I'm, I'm really going to be focusing on this podcast and I hope you are here for the ride I guess so uh May is typically a slower month I would say but it looks like it's going to change starting next month June and um the Summer Games Fest is starting out on June 9th it's actually going to be live streaming Jeff Keegley. first of all Jeff Keegley. I think has done so much for the video game industry. I genuinely want to meet him someday because uh, he just seems like a genuine character. He has excitement for the video games. He uh, he kind of I feel like he's he's more in touch with uh, the gamer and the audience and the culture than a lot of other people or than a lot of other executives. Um, and it's it's getting harder and harder and harder to uh, withhold information or withhold leaks. Uh, But it's always nice to see when he has the game awards and some big, huge game or some major announcement is shown during the game awards. And I'm I'm really thinking he's going to be bringing some of that uh, energy and some of that excitement to the Summer Games Fest. Um, I should say the Summer Game Fest. It's not Games Fest, but whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's going to be coming on the, the, the streaming, the live streaming is going to be on Thursday, June 9th, and it's going to be at 11 a.m. Pacific. If you're on Pacific, um, if you're like me and you're on Eastern standard time, it's going to be at 2 p.m. Um, he, uh, Jeff Keegley tweeted out, I'm just going to read the tweet. I'm hosting a live cross industry showcase game announcements, reveals and day of the devs. Lots of events coming in June, so keep on checking. What was nice about this, too, this announcement, just in case you missed it, because you may have heard the announcement, but you might have missed the the fact that 
IMAX, like the theater, is actually going to be uh, teaming up with Summer Game, Fe- Summer Game Fest and the Game Awards as well. So both both of what Jeff Keighley is going to be putting on, you're going to actually be able to watch all the reveals and all the announcements and all that kind of stuff. You can actually, you know, go with a bunch of friends to these theaters and, you know, you'll have a full-scale, huge uh, uh, stuff to watch uh, uh, the Game Awards on and, and the Summer Games Fest. So um, it's nice to hear. It's nice news. I wanted to kick the podcast off with this news just because... Um, we, we talked about E3, uh, not happening really, uh, for this year. And I think it's a little bit of a bummer. Now, some people may say, you know, E3 hasn't been that big and you know, it's, it's not a huge deal, all that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I love this time of year. Um, and I've always loved this time of year because it's, it's the time of year that we get big announcements and what we're going to be playing for you know, the rest of the year and, and early into next year. So, um, this podcast is going to be focused around that. I'm actually going to go ahead and go through each one of the companies and talk about what I would do during this game fest show or this, or, or next month, you know, uh, say if I was Nintendo, I'm going to go through what I would do if I was Nintendo, because supposedly a huge Nintendo Direct in June's coming up. That's the rumor. All sorts of rumors are flying. Um, but with Jeff Keighley, there's there's bound to be some stuff happening. Plus, I would imagine developers um, did have some stuff ready for E3, and then now that E3 is canceled, they're going to be moving it over to the Summer Games Fest. So that's what this podcast is going to be. I hope you sit back. I hope you relax. I hope you enjoy. So... Without further ado, in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about what I think Microsoft should do during this time, uh, sometime next month. So stay tuned for that. All right, so let's talk Microsoft. Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. Microsoft, I think they're in a they're in a uh, interesting position, right? PlayStation Five is selling out like crazy. Uh, Nintendo seems to be doing really, really good with the Nintendo Switch still. They got a lot of content. And Microsoft is in a very interesting position. They have Xbox Game Pass, and they are going all in with Xbox Game Pass. And I like it. Uh, I love Xbox Game Pass. I think it's pretty cool that you could buy, you know, for, for 120 bucks, pretty much, for the year, that's the price of two games, you have access to, you know, hundreds of games on, on Microsoft, and, and they're all big Microsoft games, you know? So I think they're going to need more of that, right? More of what's working. And what is working is Microsoft Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, they have a lot, I would imagine they have a lot in the hopper, and I think they have a lot of content coming out. I don't think it's coming out relatively soon. So... I think Microsoft has to do something. I don't know exactly what that something is during this um, uh, Games Fest show. Um, They have been selling out uh, Xbox Series X, obviously. It's been a little bit more available, but they have been selling out Series X. But what's, what's more interesting, to me at least, is the fact that Series S has been selling a lot. So... Um, mainly, I'm wondering if it's because it's just available. Like, is that, I mean, it's, yes, it's an available system and all that kind of stuff, 
But, I mean, people are buying the system. And why are they buying it? I think they're buying it because it's a next-gen system. It's 300 bucks, And I really think Xbox Game Pass Ultimate has been uh, a huge factor in uh, in Microsoft's decision. Obviously, they've they've gotten you know really really behind the service. I think they've done a really really good job. So with Microsoft and, and might be playing it safe, but I would I would like to see more of the same. Um, I do want to see a lot of big big games coming out. Last year we had late you know late last year we had Halo Infinite and Forza uh, Horizon launch, and then we really haven't seen much from Microsoft since then. So I definitely want to see some games that are going to blow me away. Uh, and I would like to see some solid release dates uh, for uh, uh, Sensuna, uh, Hellblade 2. I think that that was showcased when the, the Xbox Series X was originally show, shown off. Um, so I would, I would like to see some release dates as well. So I think, I think Sony, I'm going to mention the same thing. I want to see solid release dates, but I think Sony's in a little bit better of a position just because there seems to be so much hype right now around the PlayStation and the PlayStation five, especially, uh, at the beginning of this year. And, and as we move into the summer months, a lot of, there's been a lot of hype around, uh, PlayStation five. Horizon, uh, uh, Forbidden West, they almost said Zero Dawn, but Horizon Forbidden West is a lot of people's game of the year. Um, if you want to know what I think about it, I actually talked about it in uh, in a previous podcast. So kind of controversial uh, topic on that, but if you want to, just listen to the last podcast. So I think Sony has, and, and the fact that you still can't find a PlayStation 5, I think really has uh, Sony captivating the at least the hype behind it. And uh, I don't think Microsoft's too far behind, actually. And I think that uh, they really could hit out of the park with Summer Game Fest and some some big announcements. So we'll see what happens with Microsoft. If I was running Microsoft, this is kind of an out there uh, thing that I would do. But again, this is, is if I was running Microsoft, I would actually introduce new hardware. And I would introduce a new series system. So we have the Series S we have the Series X. I would actually uh, have a series, I don't know what I would call it, um, something kind of in between. Uh, no disc, but on par with the internals of the Series X in terms of power. Um, it would be a streaming only device uh, where you could, you know, you could buy your downloadable games, but it would be, you know, a, a Game Pass focused but it would have the internals of a Series X, and I would have priced it at 400 So you'd have the Series S, the entry level at, at 300 You know what? Maybe even, uh, you know, uh, well, I don't know. Well, no, it's been two years. I was going to say, maybe even sell that for 249 like blow them out of the water, Series S. Then I would have a new Series system at uh, maybe 350 or 400 to really get people, uh, you know, uh, I guess on it and then have the Series X continue to sell at 500. So that's what I think I would do if I was Microsoft. Maybe you guys can call into the show and let me know what you would do or you can actually uh, contact me on Twitter. If you're not following me there, it's at MVGN. That is at MVGN. Up next, I'm going to be talking about what I would be doing if I was Sony next month during the Summer Games Fest, so stay tuned. All right, so moving on to Sony. 
and PlayStation and PlayStation 5 and all that kind of good stuff. In terms or regarding Game Fest this year, next month, uh, I think Sony needs to do one thing, and that is knock down, or I should say lock down, not knock down, <laughs> lock down some of these big release dates for their, for their games. As mentioned in the previous uh, uh, segment, during Microsoft's segment, Sony has the hype, right? You still can't buy a PlayStation 5 anywhere. You, uh, you can, but they're really, really hard to find. A um, lot of big stuff, a lot of big games have already come out this year, and there's a lot of big stuff coming uh, down the pipeline. All I think that Sony really, truly needs to do is give us some release dates for their big titles, mainly God of War, Ragnarok. Um, I think that's going to be, if that could make this year, I think that's going to be a big, big, big selling point. I think they could ride the hype, a lot of hype, through, you know, 2022 and uh, announce some of the stuff. Um, I think a couple of surprise announcements would be good from Sony. And it is rumored that they're going to be buying Square Enix. I, I don't know if that's true. If it is true, something like uh, Summer Game Fest would be somewhere to, you know, announce this news. That would be huge. Um, there's a lot of big games coming out for Sony. I think uh, they, they, they got, they got, they have a really, really good 2022. Um, if they could get <laughs> uh, PlayStation 5s available, that would be amazing. I don't know if they, I, I would imagine they're doing everything that they could do. I know that there's a world uh, shortage of chips and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know the workaround for that. Um, I just know that as soon as they put out uh, a PlayStation 5 system, it does get sold. Um, I have seen Xbox Series S on shelves. People are buying that, and it seems like they're producing a lot of that unit. But I don't see PlayStation 5 ever, 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 ever on store shelves in they that that's that's a problem i mean i mean it's it's a problem and it's not right like it's they're they're selling out like crazy but i mean for for them to sell more software they got to sell more hardware and they got some they got a lot of good games already in the playstation 5 that has been out for two years um a, a rumor hit about a uh, a redesign or a slim version of the playstation 5 um i don't know how, uh, uh, I guess, credible is that rumor? I think they just need to solve solve the issue of actually getting the system in store shelves and actually getting the system in people's hands. Um, but yeah, I think during the Summer Game Fest, I think Sony really just needs to focus on one thing, and that is solid, solid release dates. They have all the hype behind them. They don't really need to do anything else. They don't need to announce anything else. Even the rumored, like I said, just said, the Slim, PS5 Slim. Yes, I'd love a PS5 Slim. I want, my PlayStation 5 is gigantic. However, I really think that they need to just focus on software, focus on release dates, and focus on getting the hardware into people's hands. So I know that's really, really short. Um, if I was Sony, uh, if I ran Sony, I would... Um, I think I would have a big surprise for later this year. I, I don't know if they have that. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say I would have The Last of Us 3 hitting this year. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to do like, like, uh, 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 
pie in the sky wishes if I ran Sony. I'm trying to think of what's in the realm of possibility. Um, like, I would love a Jack and Daxter uh, sequel or even a huge, huge remake of the first one um, or the second one and the third one, all that stuff. I know I could buy them, but I'm talking a full, full revamp. But I think that they have enough software coming out, and I think that we just need to hit, know some big release dates. So... We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when uh, Sony uh, decides to showcase their next state of play, which should be next month during the Game Fest. Uh, I will be here reporting it and all that kind of good stuff. Again, you could follow me on Twitter. I mentioned it on Twitter. We could talk on Twitter or you could call into the show. So that's what I would do if I was Sony. Up next, I'm going to be talking about what I would be doing if I was Nintendo. So stay tuned for that. Now, Nintendo... We're talking about Nintendo. I feel like I'm more prepared to say what I would do if I was Nintendo and Summer Game Fest is upon us. Next month, this whole podcast clearly is about Summer Game Fest. And I feel like I'm way more prepared talking about Nintendo. I don't know if it's just because I follow them a little bit more closely than the other two. I don't know if it's because they're in the news. I don't know if it's because I basically know the trends and what's coming out with um, Nintendo Switch games and all that kind of great stuff that's headed for uh, from Nintendo. But this is exactly what I would do for my next Nintendo Direct. Now, it is rumored that there's going to be a big Nintendo Direct coming in June. And obviously, it's going to line up with uh, Summer Game Fest. But this is what I would do if I was Nintendo. I would start my Nintendo Direct with two games that will be releasing in 2023, so next year, okay? I would start it off with a a deep dive into Zelda Breath of the Wild. Maybe not a deep dive, but an all-new trailer, and I would give a specific release date for Zelda. Then... Obviously, Nintendo is working on some good, good games. Um, It's no, you know, whatever, no secret. I would say, I would, you know, show whatever, whatever the game is. Okay, so say, let's just say it's Super Mario Odyssey 2. I don't know what it is. Let's just say it's Super Mario Odyssey 2. Or if they have a new Star Fox. Or if they have something coming down the pipeline. Um, I don't think they'll have F-Zero or anything like that. Well, or maybe they would. Maybe maybe they would have, uh, you know, something crazy, right? I would, uh, you know, showcase it, and then I would showcase 2023. From then, I would come out and say, hello, this is, you know, whoever from Nintendo. That is just a look, a peek of what you're going to be playing next year on the Nintendo Switch. We love the Switch. You know, I would, I would say all the selling points of the Switch. I would, you know, I'd give everything that makes people feel great about the Nintendo Switch. From there, I would go into, but what are you going to be playing this year? And all I would do is talk about my lineup of games that are coming out this year. Mario Strikers is going to be coming out. They have the two brand new Pokemon games coming out. Um, They have supposedly Bayonetta 3 coming out. Advanced Wars, they have supposedly again coming out in 2022. So... They have a lot of software, and I would really, really sell what is what they're going to be playing this year. As I hit 
upload on this podcast, it was announced that Nintendo's going to be doing a Nintendo Indie Showcase. It's going to be held tomorrow, uh, which is May 11th. So by the time you hear this podcast, chances are they've already done their Nintendo Indie Showcase, their Indie Podcast, or their Indie their indie Podcast. I'm saying I'm going to do a show on the Indie I'm going to do a podcast on the Indie Direct that will be happening tomorrow, but chances are you're listening to this after the fact. Um, So there's a lot of good indie games coming out for the Nintendo Switch. I would really do, like I said, a deep dive into the two new Pokemons coming out, Bayonetta 3, um, uh, uh, Mario Strikers, and uh, Advanced Wars. There's a a lot of good software coming out. I would end the Nintendo Direct with a first look at Metroid Prime 4. Um, They could also announce stuff like the highly rumored Zelda HD remake for Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. Um, They could also uh, announce the Metroid Prime 1 HD remake. I don't know if those are true, but typically when there's smoke, there's fire, and there's been a lot of smoke regarding, you know, HD remakes for those two games. So if that was coming out this year, I would also announce it during the, you know, 2022 sizzle reel. I don't know what you would call it. And then I would end it with something that's kind of far off in the distance. So that would be my game plan for Nintendo. I think it would be a perfect Nintendo Direct. Um, There are a bunch of games that I would like to see uh, made, but who knows if they're actually going to make it. Uh, Stuff like, like Captain Toad 2. Um, I loved Captain Toad's game, and I thought it was a really, really good game. It was re-released on the Switch, and I would imagine it did halfway decent. Little games like that that Nintendo brings out are just amazing to me, and I love those little games. But I'm not going to, you know, again, I'm trying to keep it in the realm of possibility, and I think, you know, this would just excite people like you wouldn't believe. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, Like I said, it's been kind of quiet, but everything I think is about to change. And I think that uh, later this month, um, later this week, later this month, and early next month, there's going to be a lot of good video game news and you don't want to miss it. So again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.